Okay, hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Morbidly Deceased Podcast. I am your host, JT McCallum. And I'm Evan Dilworth. And today, unfortunately, we're doing the episode over Zoom. Uh, This episode was supposed to be done last week, um, but fucking life gets in the way sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but, uh, very true. yeah, but, uh, today's episode is going to be a pretty fun and interesting one. Um, we're going to be talking about yeah. horror for kids. Um, now before we start, Evan, you have kind of a cool story because you, for the first time did something pretty cool. So why don't you tell us about what you did? Uh, so the other night, uh, Amanda and I decided to show uh, Brayden uh, Halloween, the original. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was really excited about it because I'm like, all right, he's he likes Friday the 13th. I mean, there's no possible way he could not like Halloween. So we start watching it and the music plays in the end. And he's like, yeah, the music's scary. Right. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, that's exactly what I wanted to hear. <laughs> and, um, Oh, he's getting a little nervous because, like, right in the beginning of the movie, right after um, you see uh, Michael kill Judith, he's like, it shows Michael, and he's like, he was a little kid? And I was like, yeah, man. <laughs> like, he was a little kid when he killed his sister, and then he, he grows up, and then he goes and kills other people. He's like, all right. But I can tell he started getting a little nervous because, like, he started talking more and asking more questions. I was like, man, just just watch. It'll be good. And I'm like, the last, like, I guess, like, half hour, 35 minutes is, like, the best part of the whole movie. Like, I enjoy the whole movie, but the ending has always been my favorite. Mm-hmm. And we're sitting there and watching it, and he's getting tense because, you know, uh, Laurie's finding all the dead bodies, and um, it shows Michael's face light up in the dark, and he was like, he's right there. And I was like, oh, my God. I was like, this is the exact reaction I wanted so I just wanted to see it so bad when I was seeing it. Right. So then we're watching it and he's like, oh man, he can't die. I was like, yeah, he just, he keeps coming after them. And then when Donald Pleasance shoots Michael six times and then he falls off the balcony and he's laying there on the ground and, and Jamie goes, was it the boogeyman? And then uh, Donald says, well, matter of fact, it was. And then Oh, like I'm getting so excited talking about it, but like when he goes and looks and Michael's gone and the music starts, I got goosebumps and he looked at me and he's like, He's gone? And I was like, <laughs> Oh my fucking god. I was like, he get oh it was just it was so awesome, man. Like my eyes filled up with like tears and I was like, Oh my god, I was so excited. Right. And he so loved cool. it. He enjoyed it. And I was like, Oh, that's ex- that's the exact reaction that I, I i wanted and i got it and it was great yeah that's, i was just so happy that's so cool um yeah that, that really cool halloween as i've said before was the very first horror movie that i ever watched um i guess technically it was jaws but like do you consider jaws a horror movie yeah a thriller yeah, that's how I feel about it, too. But, like, it's not, like, a rated R movie, so that's why I consider Halloween my first, like, horror movie. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but, like, that... So, that was but my yeah, first was, experience. Uh... So, yeah, that's that's so cool that, that he's able yeah. to enjoy it, right? <laughs> I know. I was, I was so happy. And, like, it's and... good, too, because, like... Um, like, it's a movie from over 40 years ago and if it's still working like that's just so cool no that's exactly like my thought because it's not really like super violent there's not a whole lot of nudity in it Mm -hmm. you see a couple people get stabbed and whatnot and i was like okay well it's not that bad well it's virtually bloodless like there's no blood in it right i mean like maybe on the knife a little bit but that's it yeah, so I was like, "Yeah, what a what a, you know, one of my favorite things," and we can show him it. Yeah, for sure. And uh, yeah, but like the fact, like the music really bugs me. I was like, "Man, that, 
It's exactly because I remember going back and listening to interviews and stuff. He's like, when he first showed uh, the studio or whatever, the movie, like, it's, they're like, it's not scary. He had no music for it. Yep. And then he did the music and he's like, yeah, this is scary. So the fact that he like caught on to that and was like, yeah, the movie's creepy and the, the music's really creepy. I was like, oh, it's, it's like, it's just, it was mind boggling. I was like so happy about it. Right. Well, the music is about like 75% of the effectiveness of that movie. Right. Oh yeah. And like, um, no. there's another like really stylistic, uh, cause Dean Cundy who shot the movie, uh, he talks about how, like, you know, like, one of the first scenes is Michael killing Judith. But um, when they're pulling out uh, the camera, that's, like, as far out as the camera goes. And the, the screen is, like, massive. But then you go all... So you start from that point, And then you go throughout the rest of the movie until you're eventually in the closet. So you go from, like, super far and extreme, like, a wide angle. And then yeah. you go as tight as you possibly can get, right? So it's just like that that adds to the creepiness of Halloween. It was done in a very artistic style. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah um no, uh, Cundy's work is incredible. Like not oh. just Halloween. Like I've loved everything he shot, especially like Back to the Future. I don't know. Yeah. I've it, always loved that movie and the way it's shot, you you can just tell it's him. Yeah, and even Jurassic Park, you also did Jurassic Park, and that's my other favorite movie. So Oh yeah. Right, like, and then I found out that he he shot Camp Rock, the Disney movie. Did he really? Yeah. Oh, Jesus! I didn't know that. Yeah, that's crazy. crazy. Yeah, right. He goes from like Halloween, Jurassic Park, Back to the Future, and then Camp Rock, and I'm like, wow, that's that's wild. That's, yeah, right. But yeah, I would love to meet him. He he's someone I really want to meet. No, that would be incredible. Yeah, he's I like because you've seen like. I have like the old laser disc for Halloween mm-hmm. from Criterion, and I want to try and get it filled with as many people as I possibly can. Right. I mean, having his signature on that would be absolutely incredible. Who's your uh, who, Who's your dream autograph, whether past or present? Like someone who you can't get, or or someone that you're still after. Oh shit. Um. Uh. That's hard. I don't know. I guess Stuart Gordon would be a big one for me. Right. Does him sign like a reanimator for me? Right. Um, and Wes Craven. Yeah. Because uh, that would have been really cool. Like, yeah. Well, um, something else that happened just recently is uh, John Saxon passing away. Yeah. And I got to meet him and he signed like a couple black christmas things for me and like this uh on elm street poster i had so i was really like i was i was pretty broken up about it. i was like oh shit that sucks but i was happy that i at least had his signature because like i know it sounds weird but i was like i have that and it's just something i don't have to get now right even though it's, it's it, i'm trying to say it in a way where it doesn't like Oh, well, I have a signature. No, he's passed that well. Right, exactly. Like, trying not for it to sound like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was pretty, uh, pretty crazy. He passed away, was, I think, like, 83. Yeah. Yeah. I, is uh, Black Christmas, like, if someone mentions John Saxon, do you think of Black Christmas or Nightmare on Elm Street? Honestly, I think of Black Christmas because that's probably my favorite Canadian horror film ever made. Right. Like, I always see him, especially when he's jumping around with, like, that other officer or whatever. Um, when they get the, uh, uh, Margaret Kidder, uh, gives him the address, like, uh, <laughs> fellatio. <laughs> They're like, yeah, it's an exchange or whatever. And then John Saxon's like, what the hell is this? He's like, it's fellatio. He's like, it's with an F-E. And they just crack up. And John just kind of smiles. He's like, is that right? All right. So one of my favorite parts in that movie. So right. he's just, he's, he's a great actor. And he did like a lot of Italian stuff, which is like, I love Italian. He, he's in Tenebrae, right? Yeah, he's in Tenebrae, and he, yeah. he plays a cop, like, looking for the killer and everything, and he, right. he, he reads, like, the author's books and whatever, and that's how they're trying to drag him. Right. It's not, like, a huge part, but he, he plays it well in it, and I love oh, him. Yeah. I love him, man. For sure. Um, you did something else cool. Um, 
I can't, I had a similar oh. experience um, where I went to see uh, Friday the 13th in the drive-in. You went to see Friday the 13th in the cinemas. So how was yeah. that experience? Uh, that was f- really fun because, like, I'll, I, I'll always enjoy the first one. The first mm-hmm. one's, like, super fun. And it's, like, you don't really care for all the characters. So when you watch them get killed, it's like, all right, this is awesome. Except for Alice. Like, Alice is the only one I'm like, all right, yeah. She hasn't done anything wrong. She's not annoying and all that stuff. But, um, I gotta fucking hear him in the middle. Hold on. (laughs) Damn it. But, uh, yeah, um, it was, well, first off, going back to the movie theater after, you know, all this shit's happened and then yeah. like they're finally open was kind of weird in, in itself it's a bizarre experience right like it feels like yeah. you're walking into a world where like time stopped like you know like mm-hmm. in, in like the fallout games where you walk through and there's like happy halloween and you're like oh fuck like this happened like <laughs> yeah. so long ago and just time just stopped but, like you walk through and there's still like knives out posters and shit and you're like wow this time really just stopped here yeah it was and they have it all like sectioned off like you can only move one way and all that and i was like yeah. well that's good that it's like that but again i was like i've gone to the movies like i'm gonna say 90 percent of my life right so going back with all this stuff going on i was like man this is really weird i feel like i shouldn't be here right now yeah yeah but like well the I, last movie that we saw was probably both of us going to see invisible man right before I, everything really hit the fan i'm pretty sure yeah yeah, it's fucking crazy. And that was I, what February? Yeah, um, it was so, just uh, before it all hit. Um, mm-hmm. And then like, because uh, Landmark, I'm assuming that's where you went, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Landmark, um, they're doing this amazing thing, which every theater's doing right now, where they're showing old movies um, to get people's asses back in the seats and. I think we should just keep doing this forever because the movies that they're showing right now, I'm like, fuck they're yeah, so I want to see Jaws. So last weekend I went to see Jaws in the theater and yeah. it was just me, Montana, and my mom and then two other people. And we had the whole room and it was just, it was Jaws on the big screen, right? Like, it's, yeah. so, it's so cool. And then, um, so last week, what uh, they were also showing uh, Beetlejuice, Friday the 13th. Oh, Ghostbusters. Um, the, yeah, like, yeah um, Jurassic Park, you know, so yeah. like all these great movies. And then um, because the, this year was the 40th anniversary of Empire Strikes Back, uh, uh, theaters in America were showing that movie. But last week when I checked, uh, they only had Force Awakens. And I'm like, well, I mean, like, Force Awakens is an okay movie, but I, I wouldn't really want to go back to watch that. But then, dude, I looked today, and they're showing Empire Strikes Back, so my dad and I are going tonight to go see Empire. You, you know what? That's actually really cool, because I love, like, um, A New Hope's great, but right. Empire Strikes Back is, like, it's, it's fantastic. really good. It's, Empire there's, Strikes there's Back There's not one so thing... Good. Yeah, there's not one thing I can be like, oh, this movie's, you know, lacking in the department. It's mm-hmm. very fun. And then, of course, it had, you know, the whole uh, Luke, You Are My Father scene, which was big, big. Yeah. I watched an interview with Mark Hamill, and he's like, yeah, the producer came and told me, and he showed me the script where it said it. Right. And he's like, that I know this. He's like, um, George knows this, yeah. and you know this. And yeah, he's like, exactly. if it gets leaked, then it's you who said something. <laughs> right. And he's like... He was like, that was one of the hardest things I had to like keep to myself because he even he was like, I was I couldn't believe it. He's like, yeah. I was mind like my mind was blown. And then when it happened, it was so big. Oh yeah. And I wish I I honestly wish I could be there in that time. Yeah, just to just to witness that, that with everybody else because it would have been huge. It would have been like such a massive um, response. Oh for sure. Um, one of my favorite scenes in the entirety of Star Wars is uh, when Han gets frozen in carbonite. Like that music and everything, oh, yeah. when it just builds up to that fever pitch, and then Han says, "I, I," or sorry, Leia says, "I love you," and Han says, "I know," and then the music just kicks in, and then he gets starts being sucked in. It's just so good. Like that might be the most perfect scene in that entire movie, if not that whole series. <laughs> like I love that movie. I'm so uh, excited it? to go. Was it Rogue One that had that at the end? Had what? The intro to uh, uh, Empire Strikes Back. Um, 
I'm trying to think of which one it was. No, that would have been... Uh, well, Rogue One has the intro to the original Star Wars, technically. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Where, then, where, I, don't, I don't remember which movie it was, but when it, when it like, ends and it shows uh, the beginning of Empire Strikes Back, I got so excited. And I felt like Vader was, like, way more intimidating and pissed off in that than he was in, like, the actual movie. And right. I was like, holy fuck. I was like, this is... I want to go back and watch this movie now because right. that's how excited I got for it. Right. Yeah, it was so fun. And, like, I, I'm pretty... I'm excited for you to go... Like, <laughs> you get to go see it. Right. <laughs> but anyways, but yeah, Friday, the um, thir- Friday the 13th. How Was it just you and, and someone else? Or, like, in it the was, theater? Or? So, it was me and my buddy Steve. And then there was... I want to say there was, like, 10 people in that theater. Right. And I was excited for that. I was like, all right, man, people. And there was a couple, there was two older guys. And I knew they, they, they were fans because they were there to see it. I just, I got that vibe from them. Right. And I was so excited. And then like two big things happened for me in the, like, I know they're in the movie. I've seen it a bunch of times, but on the big screen, it's even better. It's crazy Ralph. <laughs> Once you see him, it's like, fuck that. I've seen Friday 13th <laughs> in a movie theater right now. Right. And then once Betsy Palmer is like uh, going on and like they should have been watching him and right. they were making love and all that stuff and then when she starts to go like kill her mommy get her don't yeah. let her get away and she's like I won't Jason I was like yeah. man the fucking surround sound helps so much with that That's and awesome. it just I had goosebumps for like the last half hour even when she gets decapitated the noise and everything with the surround sound it was just I was so happy I got to go and see that because when I looked, it's this whole weekend is like SpongeBob apparently. When I first looked, so I was like, what the fuck is going on? Right. <laughs> so I thought I was going to miss it. So I was like, this ain't happening. Like, I'm going right. to see it tonight. But it was, oh, it was such a fun. And even when Jason comes out of the water, I was like, yes. Right. Oh my God. So good. It's <laughs> so loud. And it just, it, it worked. And it was so fun. That's awesome. Um, it's, it sucks because like, that's like the type of experience I was looking for when they re-released Halloween before the 2018 one came out, but that one was so fucking yeah. quiet. I couldn't hear shit. <laughs> it, it was really weird. I don't, I don't, I think I'm trying to remember. I'm pretty sure mine was like kind of loud, but I think it dipped in a couple of spots. So that right. was like bad. That was the only experience I had with it. That it right. dipped in the audio a couple of times. Yeah, see mine, like I was expecting like to feel like the bah of the soundtrack, but like not at all. Like yeah. I could barely, it sounded like I was just like listening. Like it's, it felt as if I was projecting the the video onto the screen from my phone and the audio <laughs> like I was like trying to like lean in and listen and I'm like what the fuck I can't hear anything <laughs> um but in in the in the states right now they're they're um they're looking for for drive-ins to host Halloween one four and five which would be an amazing triple feature I to know. go see that would be really fun but like because I obviously like we've seen the original Halloween in theaters, but I've never seen any of the sequels in theaters. So that would be so cool, especially cause like I love Halloween five and I believe you do as well. So that would just be such yeah, a, yeah, no, no Halloween five. Yeah. That would just be such a cool experience. Um, that see, would my, be really fun. <laughs> my thing with, um, with Friday the 13th, um, cause like I said, I, I saw it at the drive-in and I saw it with my dad and my sister and um, it was it was a triple feature, and Friday the Thirteenth didn't start until I think like twelve thirty, if not like one o'clock. So it was like a super oh, late shit. night. Um, but like we went through, so uh, it was Greece, Raiders of the Lost Ark, and then Friday the Thirteenth. And um, Greece, uh, it was so fucking hot in that car. <laughs> like my shirt was off halfway through the movie, and I was just dying. And and then, but you can't have the windows open, otherwise mosquitoes will eat the fuck out of you. So it's oh, just yeah. terrible. So like uh, during Greece, like my sister and my dad, like my dad loves that movie from childhood. So like he was singing along to the songs, and my sister was singing. And I'm like, I couldn't give a fuck less about Greece right now. And then. Um, <laughs> during uh raiders um my sister had never like really like seen it before so my dad and i were kept like trying to like talk during that not like the 
not like talking to like ruin the movie, but just like talking and being like, oh, like that's so cool and stuff like that, right? And uh, which we all enjoyed. Yeah. But then by the time it got to Friday the 13th, we were like, we need to talk during this whole thing or else we're going to fall asleep. And we'd all seen the movie before. So it's not like we were missing out on anything. But like we were doing yeah. like r- running commentary for the whole thing. <laughs> and like we were like cheering whenever <laughs> people died and shit. And it was just a really fun time. So. <laughs> <laughs> That is actually pretty yeah, fun. So, yeah, it was, it was pretty great. Um, yeah, okay. So let's get to the main topic of our show today, which is going to be horror for kids. Um, which decade did you grow up? I guess 90s, right? Yeah, like, uh, it's weird. I remember the first movie I ever saw when I was, like, old enough to remember it was Child's Play 2. Right. So I remember very distinctively, like, the whole um, factory scene, which is pretty much the end of the movie. Right. But I remember all of that. And there's like a few other ones I can't really remember. I know I watched them, but I remember like my dad had like a VHS tape with like Halloween on it, Reanimator and something else. Right. And that's like the first time I watched Halloween too was at my grandmother's place right. in her room. And just like this little like 20 inch TV and I just right. remember being blown away by it. <laughs> But then, like, I went, like, all adult first, and then after I figured out, like, especially with the Tales from the Crypt, mm-hmm. I watched all that show first, and then went back and watched, like, Tales from the Crypt Keeper, which right, was the, the children's version of it. Yep. And I love it. It's, it's great, right? <laughs> it's so fun, man. Like, that's like- definitely one of the things that's, like, that's... um, You want to get your kids into horror? That's, like, the gateway show. Oh, like, for sure. That... Are you afraid of the dark and goosebumps? Yeah, there are like still the three to show them. there are still things that I remember from Tales from the Crypt Keeper, and um, I don't know if it was Are You Afraid of the Dark or, or Goosebumps. I think it was Are You Afraid of the Dark, but it was like a really creepy mummy that had like some amulet thing, and then the amulet ended up falling in a sink, and then that's how they destroyed it or something. But I remember because I was like four, being scared shitless of that mummy <laughs> that was in it, <laughs> and like. Um, this isn't so creepy, but it, it is memorable from from Tales from the Crypt Keeper. But like, uh, there's the there's the one where like I think some people are fishing, and then they like wake up the next day and like everyone in the town are like giant fish. <laughs> but like that image has oh, never yeah, yeah. left my mind. <laughs> like I remember that. I remember style. that one. Yeah, that um, was I like that one. <laughs> yeah, like that show is is like you said, it's like a perfect gateway for kids to get into like creepy stuff. Um, I, I feel like the 90s was a really good time for kids' horror. Like, I feel like there were a lot more, like, creepy things that were, like, geared to be creepy for kids during that period. Oh, yeah. Um, I remember... What the hell was it? I just... Oh, just the one episode of Crypt Keeper. I don't know if you'll know. Um, these two girls go to like this hotel or whatever, and they're staying there, and they're like, it's haunted by this little girl. And you see the little girl, and she has like a little teddy bear and whatnot. But like, if you get too closer, she turns into like this screaming ghost. Okay. And she looks all like kind of monstrous. Like I remember that one. I was like, man, that would fuck me up if I was in that <laughs> hotel. But that was like <laughs> that was like one of my favorite ones. Right. But yeah, um, I think. Are You Afraid of the Dark was like 89 going into 90 maybe? Right. Or just straight 90s. I can't remember. But I remember watching that show and being like, it's like, I didn't get it then, but now even thinking about it now before we did this, I was like, man, there was actually some like, it wasn't like so watered down. There was like a little bit of it was watered down and then a little bit was like, no, this is like creepy too. And you know, you, you can enjoy it, not be, like, scared shitless from the other things. Right. But it was just... I just, like... I think I hold Are You Afraid of the Dark closer to me than Goosebumps. Like, I love Goosebumps. But there's, like, maybe a handful of episodes that are, like, my favorite. But Are You Afraid of the Dark is pretty solid throughout the whole series. Right. Of having, like, multiple, multiple episodes that I really enjoyed. And even, like... Do you remember Freaky Stories? Um, it was I, like a little cockroach and a maggot. Okay, so Montana just showed me this the other day. I <laughs> I, I have like 
vague like nom flashbacks of that show but like i don't really like i i vaguely remember it but like it's not super familiar to me um but so yeah like she she just showed that i I really like that so uh apparently it was described as like twilight zone for kids and i'm like oh my god like what the hell like why don't i really like remember this like that sounds awesome (laughs) no i would I would definitely say that, especially because like some of the episodes were really weird. Right. And it's like it's a cockroach and a maggot talking for one. <laughs> and they're like the host of the show. But like it's just there now I'm thinking about it, there was like a lot. There was um I mean, I know it's not like super like horror or anything, but like even Hocus Pocus came out in the nineties. Yeah. And that had um I forget the the guy's name in it, the mummy in it. Mm-hmm. And that was like one of my favorite parts when he came back, like the whole time when he came back to help the kids, that was like some of my favorite parts. Right. I was like, oh, fuck man. I was like, this is like a Disney movie and there's this cool looking zombie mummy thing. Right. And it's just like <laughs> I remember the one scene where um he finally cuts the stitching in his mouth and he's like he's like go to hell he tells the one girl to go to hell and she's like oh thank you i've been there it's quite nice (laughs) and i just laughed every time (laughs) but like they even started like when they did the live action adams family movie like it's not like full-on horror but it was like that dark comedy kind of exactly it's steeped in like it's visual aesthetic is horror right yeah like it's meant for kids it's like the same way that like um even like nowadays like they've got like the hotel transylvanias and shit right Mm, yeah um but yeah but uh did you ever watch the beetlejuice cartoon oh yeah it was fun (laughs) like i actually really liked that show i think it was done well and it 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 the one thing i liked about it was the worms the sandworms right they were in it like a little bit more in the cartoon which was cool because i remember seeing in the burton movie and i was like man i want to see more of Right. that thing doing what it's doing but yeah beetlejuice was another fun one um what the hell is it called ah real monsters you remember that um let me look it's it like um there's one that's like this fat little thing that holds the eyeballs in its hands and there's like a snake oh yeah black yeah, and yeah, white. yeah 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 man that was i really like that show and it lived like in a little sewer grate underneath some house right and i was like man that's so cool and oh <laughs> Okay, a big one for me, which is still to this day my favorite, is Ernest Scared Stupid. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I fucking love that movie right. so much. <laughs> oh, my God. Everything about it is so good. And, I mean, it's it's so shitty that Jim's not here anymore because, like, I can honestly see him still doing the character of Ernest, and it would be so good. It would be so fun. <laughs> But yeah. yeah, oh man, there's like even as like further in, even in the beginning of the night, he's like, do you remember The Good Son? The Good? No, I don't. Oh, okay, it's a movie called The Good Son with Elijah Wood and Macaulay Culkin and it's mm-hmm. from 93 and uh, Elijah Wood, like uh, his mom, I believe it was, or both parents died. So he goes to like his aunt's place, which is his cousin is Macaulay Culkin. Right. But uh, he starts to like do some weird like he kills a bird or something like that and it's like okay here we go it's a little fucked up now but like macaulay culkin starts doing really weird shit like trying to hurt um elijah wood's character and like they throw like a fake dead body off of a bridge and it hits a car and the car gets into a car accident like and he's just laughing about it and all that stuff right and there's one scene in it where they're like, they're both hanging off a cliff and uh, the mom finally picked up on like what Macaulay Culkin is doing. And she's like, that's fucked. <laughs> like she tries to kill, he tries to kill his sister and everything in the pool and they're what sitting the- there and uh, yeah, it's <laughs> fucked, man. And Elijah Wood's like, please don't let me fall. Like, I don't want to die and all that stuff. And Macaulay Culkin, Macaulay uh, is going like straight face. He's like, "Come on, mom, I'm your son. Like, I'm we're real. Like, we're blood more blood than he is, and all that stuff." And he's just so calm about. It. He's like, "Don't let me fall. Like, I promise, I won't do anything like this again." And then, spoiler alert: like fucking Macaulay Culkin just she just like drops him and he dies. Right. 
and it's like man it was so weird to go from like oh yeah we're putting out like all this like family friendly stuff and then you get the good son and it's like holy fuck right it's crazy um (laughs) it's just like oh man (laughs) did you ever see a tv show called toon sylvania toon sylvania you'll have to look familiar okay it's an animated show that uh steven spielberg was involved with it is hilarious like we uh my family used to rent them on vhs tapes and we would just like die laughing at it because it's like it's like this horror type show but like some of the jokes in it are like really funny like there's this like um running uh it's essentially like a a sketch comedy show but obviously like literally sketched comedy and um where they uh, uh there's like this running segment of this like family of zombies that keep like trying to like go on vacation and then they end up going to, like the sports game and like when there's like the kid zombie is on like a football team and he gets tackled and his arm like goes flying off yeah, and shit i remember it's, that Holy yeah fuck. it's so funny like the show is actually really good That's um crazy. hold on I, i'm looking up something right now because there, there was this tv or um a movie that um that i i hadn't seen since i was a kid i'm pretty sure um i'm pretty sure it's this one where it has christopher lloyd in it and it's called when good ghouls go bad oh yeah yeah, okay correct me if i'm wrong but i'm pretty sure this is the one where like they stopped doing halloween because like there's like some weird creepy artsy kid who like painted because okay so i i was just getting into planet of the apes at the time that i saw this and they were talking about this guy who like this creepy guy like in the movie who was at the school and they're like he had dreams of a world gone mad and then it cuts like what he's painting and it's literally just like apes on horseback like tying up humans (laughs) and as like a five-year-old i'm dying of laughter because i got the reference right and then like um (laughs) Uh, he uh, he ends up going in this machine with like these like weird glow in the dark bugs, and then like he turns into them or something like that, and then he uh, he comes out in, in a Cornelius costume from Planet of the Apes with like glowing eyes, and I just remember like that as a, because I love Planet of the Apes at the time. I mean, I still do, but I was really getting into it, and like yeah. that to me, I'm like this is the greatest fucking movie. Like it's like steeped in Halloween spookiness, and the main like creepy ghost is wearing a Planet of the Apes costume, and like that <laughs> that image. Like I remembered that line of like he dreamed of worlds gone mad. I remembered that since I was five years old, and then like I just kept looking trying to find this, and I can never find it until about. I think two years ago I saw it and I saw that scene and everything was exactly as I remembered it. Oh, and I, that's so I like, awesome. dude, yeah, I like almost cried. I'm like, holy fuck, this is exactly <laughs> what I remember. It was crazy. That is pretty cool. Yeah, but that um, that's another like pretty. Like, I mean, like it might not hold up. I haven't watched the whole movie since, but uh, but but that was like a, a cool, fun, uh, like spooky movie to like watch as a kid. Like just just creepy enough to kind of like spook me out while watching it with like the bugs but then like the rest of the movie like i remember having a good time with it i can have that it sounds familiar and i'm sure i've seen it but i'll have to look into that too because it sounds familiar um are you a fan of nightmare before christmas yeah yeah Yeah. me too um i i got into it as a child whereas i know a lot of people like who work at Hot Topic only like it because they work at Hot Topic. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, I, I loved that movie since I was, like, a little kid. And, like, no, yeah, nothing gets me in more of the Halloween mood than when, when they're going, when they're panning through through the forest of all the um, holidays. And then yeah. the, the guy's like, well, if you haven't, it's time you've begun. And then the pumpkin <laughs> yeah. up, and then it kicks in with that Danny Elfman score. And I'm like, oh, fuck, uh-huh. yeah, here we go. Yeah, right. it was everything about that like that intro is it, it kicks ass <laughs> like that. It, intro, it really the, is like that's a highlight of the movie for it me. It is. Oh, it absolutely is because the rest of the movie is about how the guy that's supposed to love Halloween the most doesn't love Halloween anymore, and I, I, I kind of feel betrayed by it. 
<laughs> because he's like, oh, Christmas. And I'm like, fuck. I don't want to watch another fuck Christmas, Christmas movie. Yeah, right? Like, <laughs> let's hear the Pumpkin King sing about how awesome Halloween is. We already have too many songs about how great Christmas is. Right? <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm... Yeah, everything about that intro is perfect. Oh, okay. it's just so fun seeing like all the monsters and um, the witches when they're flying by. Like, yeah. oh man, yeah, and even great. like Oogie Boogie. Oogie oh yeah, Boogie's so cool. And uh, Lock, Stock, and Barrel. Yeah, the three yeah, little bastard awesome. kids. Exactly, and 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 that's that's the part that I always get bummed out by because like after Jack goes to like Christmas Land, and then you're like, okay, this is where the movie's going. But then, like, they do, like, a hard cut back to Halloween. I'm like, no, I just want to stay here. Like, let's stop going back to Christmas land. I know. It's it's horrible. It's funny, too, because everyone's like, is it a Halloween movie or a Christmas movie? And I'm like, it's a perfect November 1st movie. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because you're you're coming off of Halloween and you're going into Christmas, but you can still be a little spooky. (laughs) So that's that's when I like to watch it. Yeah. And then, like two pretty big movies i think that you'll probably agree with is gremlins and gremlins 2 oh yeah like i remember watching those as a kid and i was like man i actually want one of those things <laughs> it would just be so cool to have and it's like you watch the first one and everything's pretty good and then it gets like maybe a little uh more adult near the ending like stripe has the gun and he like shoots billy and then like the fucking mom is stabbing the shit out of a gremlin in the kitchen (laughs) well and you hear it scream too and i'm like oh okay well like the bet the best thing about that movie is like when parents took their kids screaming from the theater because the commercials (laughs) played it up to be like a spielberg like an et movie and it kind of is up until the 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 uh the do you see what i see scene yeah and that might be one of the most effective scenes in horror history. Not even just kid <laughs> horror history. But when she when she just hears the music going and she's looking all around the house and then you hear shit like downstairs. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. I, I love it. Oh yeah, my God. it's great. I, and they even like, um, uh, what's his name? Oh, when they go in, uh, was it Mr. Peterman? When they Futterman. go in like, Fodderman, that's yeah. it. And they're like, why can't I remember his name now? <laughs> it's okay. But anyways, when they go and like, he's <laughs> like, it's a damn foreigners and everything. Yeah. Like he's always going on about this. And then yeah. he's like, he calls the gremlins that, and he's like, they're here. They're, they're like coming to get us. Yeah. And they drive the fucking the plow right yeah. through the, the living room. I love that scene because they're all like cool. laughing and stuff. Yeah. And another thing that was like really adult. I remember when they're all in the bar and they're like getting wasted and shit. And I was oh like, my what? god, that scene is so good though. Like, I know. Like when when you get to that scene, you're either on board for the fun time or you're not. <laughs> yeah. When when they're singing the song, it's like Sue. And then I love I love when the when the one has the has the little uh puppet and it's like meep beep ba boo boo and the one takes the gun and shoots him and it shoots it. Oh my god. It's so good. And then the fucking um the flasher. Oh yeah. Oh my god. God, man, I died laughing when I seen that. Yeah, it's so good. And oh, what's um, even um, that I don't remember his name, but like the Asian guy when he's like telling the dad about that, the like, you know, you can't have it, and then the little kid's like, listen. There's all these rules you're gonna follow. I like the setup to that and everything, and it's like slow motion. They're walking through China, or he's walking through Chinatown. He's like leaving. I don't know. I always really enjoyed that part. Oh, it's it, it's good. And like like I know exactly what it's like a weird, like haunting kind of voiceover where it's yeah. like listen, mister, and it like holds out on the voice. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Um, He's yeah. like, hey, you'll die if it's sunlight. And it's yeah. like, man, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. What the hell is it? And then I I love when it like hard cuts from that to like the 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 song uh christmas time and then it like that just pumps me up so much to watch ground yeah is hearing that song yeah and it's just like uh credit uh, like the title sequence and then they just look through the whole the whole town kind yeah. of and it, it sets up the small town vibe and shit yeah like, i love it um funny and i i'm sure i've said this before um 
But you know how in that song, like the chorus is just like Christmas. When yeah. I was a kid, I thought they were saying Gremlins. <laughs> Because that was the first time I'd ever heard that song, and I thought they were like, Gramland. <laughs> so honestly, so up, good. Until, up until I was like 16, I was like, oh shit, it's Christmas. So funny, man. Yeah, I'm oh my god. <laughs> and like, even, I'm like, I'm pretty sure we're in agreement to this too, like part two's better. Yes, part two's better, but it's not as scary. Whereas no, Gremlin, Gremlins 1 has legit horror moments. Gremlins 2 is just yeah. a, a, a farce, a complete but, farce. Yeah, even like jumping back to the first one quick, when Stripe dies. Like, oh, when he melts fucking... away Evil Dead style? <laughs> yeah, and it's like, holy shit. And then you just see him plop in the water and that's it. Right. <laughs> it's like, holy fuck, that was dark. Yeah. But then, yeah, the second one comes along and it's like the, all upbeat. There's nothing really down about it. It's just... It's like everything I could have probably imagined in a sequel for a movie like that. Right. But then you have like, which I wasn't expecting, you just get like Christopher Lee <laughs> right. is a scientist in this this little like offshoot of the building. And he's Dr. Like, Catheter is his name. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, they're experimenting with animals and all that stuff. Yeah. And um, <laughs> I love the two twin brothers. Like, yeah. Um, I, I love when Christopher Lee... It, he gets the package. He goes, oh, maybe this is my malaria. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And oh, when he's talking to Brain and he's like, I can give you and your friends diseases. Yeah. And all that's like, oh, man, it's yeah. so fun. And then they did the whole like um, different gremlins now. So there was yeah. like the, the electric gremlins one. really creepy. Oh, yeah. When uh, I guess what did, what, did they name Stripe in that again? Or was um, it Spike? No, it, I th- I, I believe it's Spike or oh no yeah. Mohawk. Sorry, I think they called him Mohawk. Oh, that's right. Yeah, when when the one camera uh, shot where it's like the underbelly of the spider, yeah, and then it comes up. I was like, that's menacing as hell. Yeah. But then you have Gizmo as coming Rambo. Rambo style with the whiteout, <laughs> and he just like shoots it. And I'm like, man, that is so cool. I love when they do. Um, the voiceover of Rambo when Gizmo's getting ready and she's like, if you want to survive war, you gotta become war. <laughs> and Gizmo just kind of does like that, like head nod. He's like, mm-hmm. yeah. It's like, oh man, it's so good. I love that movie so much. And one of my, what was it? One of my favorite ones. There's two of them. I like um, the one that like burps and turns into like peppers and tomatoes oh, and yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. And then, well, I like Brain, but then like the uh, transgender oh um, yeah, yeah gremlin yeah. when he's when <laughs> the guy thinks he's safe in the bathroom and yeah. it just chases him and, like, mm, oh, yeah. I love you. Mm. <laughs> and then he just kind of gives up <laughs> <laughs> at the end yeah. where it's like you hear the wedding the wedding song going and he's like all right whatever yeah. and it's like what it's what do so you mean weird. it's so weird oh um, my god i, I Another funny part from that scene is where he's on the phone with uh, with Clamp, his boss, and then uh, he's you don't hear what, what Clamp's saying, but you just hear the guy, and then he's he's like, oh yes, sir, like a week off, that that would be lovely. Oh, a, a day off, yes, sir. He goes a half day off, yes, sir. Thank thank you very much. That's very generous of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, I. Um... There's like so many things about that too. Like even the cocoons, yeah. In the second one, were like a little bit more goopy and stuff. Yeah. And then the one part I remember when you first see them after they've changed is when they're making fun of uh, Zach Galligan. Yeah. And they're like, "So wait a minute, what if he's got something stuck in between his teeth?" Or he's like, "Yeah." And there's on a plane. There's different times. Always like it doesn't work like that. And then he makes another joke, and Mohawk pops out of the electric. Bites the guy. Yeah. yeah, and just fucking bites him and scratches the other guy. And it, they were like creepy, and they did stuff in the first one. Where we're like, okay, yeah, that's menacing. But like, they were. I don't like, think they bit anyone in that in the first movie. No, I, the one threw plates at the mom. Yeah, and. It, Oh yeah, she kills too. There's one in the fucking blender, and yeah. then she stabs. And the microwave. Yeah. Oh my and it god. Explodes. Oh, fuck. And then the one thing that got me too 
is when you see them all pop out of his back in the second one, but then you hear the one pop, and it's like, and it's like, what the hell is up with that? And I, and love, then, I love how she thinks that that's Gizmo. <laughs> yeah, like, it's how like did you, you forget something like that? <laughs> oh, my God. You don't remember that and he the, didn't bounce off the walls, literally? <laughs> <laughs> I My one favorite scene from that is when, um, I guess, Kate has him in the kitchen he's like oh yeah billy told me to feed you but i don't know what to feed you and there's a, this one split second scene with that like i don't even know what its name is just the crazy one right and it's sitting there and it's got like either hostess cupcakes or like a twinkie yeah. and it's got his hand he's like yeah. and just whips it at her and i crack up every time yeah, it's, so good. it's just so good oh my god See, gremlins 2 uh is like overtly a comedy whereas gremlin yeah. one is like dark humor like when they fucking launch mrs deagle off the fucking chair oh my god and she just goes flying out the window it's so good i remember seeing that at like eight and just dying of laughter because it's so good <laughs> the one cop was like was that mrs deagle yeah uh, it's oh man there's so many things in that in those two movies that are like so suitable for kids and then it's like also for adults oh yeah it's just it's perfect it's so good yeah i agree completely oh, man that's i i can't wait to watch those again now like yeah exactly <laughs> um so have you shown them uh to to brayden or anything yeah he's seen them both um i think he likes the second one a lot and i think it's because there's all the different ones and they do different things i think he really gets a kick out of that it is more creative for sure yeah oh um dick miller in the second one mr yes. when he's like <laughs> i like when he's like did you hear that and the wife's <laughs> like yes i, I heard, heard it too, too. <laughs> of course you heard it How did, i didn't hear that oh my god and then um, I, lo- I love what he's like wait, 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 when he's like i'm not crazy i'm fine and then he he, he goes let me in there <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, he's so fun in that man. Yeah. Oh god. And oh, what's that? The, the Dracula. Oh, he's uh, like, yeah, do you know yeah. how to work a camera? He's like, do yeah. I know how to work a camera? I am a camera. Yeah. <laughs> he delivers it. It's so yeah. fun. Oh man. Oh, it's so good. I love those movies so much. Yeah, but definitely. Man, I can't wait to watch them. Though. Oh, I can't wait um, you know, the. Um... Uh, the the like advent calendar thing that that we all shared oh, in, in in Brad's group. Yeah. Um, Montana bought me one for for my birthday, so it'll be showing up in September. Holy fuck! Yeah, I gotta get my hands on one. I think for it, sure. Yeah, I really like that. Yeah, they look so cool. Like to have all those little figures. That, that's gonna be so awesome. Oh, yeah, okay, and another one that I completely I don't know how because I'm such a fan is Scooby Doo. Oh. Wow, obviously. Yeah. Like, I haven't brought it up yet. And I mean, yeah. that is like 60s. That's from oh, the yeah. 60s. Yeah. And oh, man, there isn't, even though if it was like, yeah, it's just some guy in a mask, I'm like, I don't give a shit because that was like the funnest 22 minutes I had watching exactly. this show. Exactly. And even um, one of my favorites when they started doing like the feature movies was uh, Zombie Island. That right. one was so good. And it wasn't just zombies, it was like, people turning into a cat too from right. the, like the curse of uh what is it uh the curse of the moon or something like that but right that oh, man that was one of my favorites and the witch's ghost when they had like the hexens or whatever the, the three girls oh, in the yeah, band the witch the, yeah 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 i know exactly that was, that was really fun too um did you like the live action ones or no um the first one i did you i was like, like I, monsters unleashed not really Oh my I don't know. god. I, I like the beginning of Monsters Unleashed when it's okay. like that weird clown kind of gesture ghost. Right. Other than that, I'm like, eh, all right. Okay. <laughs> but I, I, I even the people that got to play. To. Yeah. I I think they did a great job. Oh, for sure. Um Scooby Doo one and two are like some of my favorite like childhood movies. Um I I like Scooby Doo one, but two I think is like better for like 
like references like yeah like between like me and like my family members like just busting out like a reference from scooby-doo too like i don't know <laughs> I, I i feel i feel like it's kind of like shrek or like shrek one's good like there's nothing wrong with shrek one but like shrek 2 is just so much better for me <laughs> so <laughs> that's how i feel yeah. about, about about the scooby-doo movies um okay here's one i'm i hope you've heard of it you must have uh the halloween tree is that based on the Ray Brad? Okay, hold on. Let me look it up. <laughs> it's like the kid gets sick, and the friends are like, "We're going out for Halloween." He's like, "Yeah, I can't." And then they go to um, what's his name's. Uh, okay, so yes, this is okay. So he, okay, recently I was getting into uh, the author Ray Bradbury, um, yeah. and I saw that he had an entire book about like Halloween basically and I'm like that sounds awesome and it's called the Halloween tree and then I saw that, that there's like an animated version of it for like like a tv movie and I'm like oh wow like this is like a legit like kid's story like I didn't realize because like he's he's done like Fahrenheit 451 and shit right so like I didn't think yeah. he would have like a kid's book movie type thing and then so uh, so yeah so I just checked it out and yeah that that's exactly what that is so I've never read it I've never seen it but uh it, is it good it's very very fun like um so mr uh, moundshrud is actually i didn't even know this is voiced by leonard nimoy okay so he they go to his house they knock on the door um their one friend uh what, whose name is pip he's sick and uh he makes a deal with leonard nimoy about i forget what it is because it's been a while since i watched it but i remember a lot of the other things they make a deal, and then they spend all night uh, traveling different time periods in different areas to see how they celebrate uh, Halloween and whatnot. Right. So they're chasing his ghost, and they're trying to get him back, and they're, like, worried that he's going to die. And, then, man, it's a tearjerker at some some points where, like, you think, like, this kid's gone forever. Like, he's dead. And they're like, we just lost our friend and all that stuff. But it's really fun because when they go to, like, Mexico, they show like Day of the Dead and right. you know sugar skulls, and they talk about how that originated and all that stuff. And it's just when that's that's probably my favorite part of the movies when they go there because there's an underground um, tomb, and I guess in Mexico or wherever it is, and all the, like the people down there like mummy zombies, and they start coming alive, and it's like really well drawn, and the animation's really good. Right. So that's like, it's just like, holy shit. And every time, I've seen it every time, and I'm like, oh, fuck, are they going to get out of there? And I'm like, yeah, they'll get out of there. But I still get so pumped up and stuff for that. Right. But that movie, man, is it was a TV movie, and it came out in 93. It's like 70 minutes, maybe. But right. it's so, it's just a really fun movie. That movie gets me in the Halloween spirit a lot, too. I'll have to check it out, because that sounds really good. Yeah, man, it's so fun. I, I I honestly think that you'll really get a kick out of it. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's, it definitely sounds like something I'd I'd be into. So, you have anything um, else? Uh, yeah, there is one other one that's actually. I'm trying to think. It's like an animated movie, but it's like really dark, and it's about like the bomb going off. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I, I can't think of it, but that movie's pretty crazy. And there's another uh, movie um, called The Peanut Butter Solution. Have you ever heard of that? I've never heard of that. So <laughs> it's from '85, and it's about uh, this kid who's I think like going bald or something like that, and uh, peanut butter is like a secret ingredient for a potion that was made by this ghost. Right. And this kid loses all his hair and then he uses the peanut butter and it grows his hair back and all that stuff. But it's like really weird. Cause like, I, I don't know how old exactly they are in the movie, but there's like one scene where this like little Chinese kids like, Oh man, I can grow hair down there. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, what the hell is going on? And it's just like, it's such a bizarre movie and it's like right. Canadian made, Canadian produced and all that stuff, but it was unavailable for so long and it just came out on Blu-ray not too, too long ago. But man, that movie is really weird too. And it's like, 
it's hard to believe that that was like a kid's movie and then some of the shit like that they talk about it and they're like man i don't remember watching anything like that when i was younger and they were talking about shit like that <laughs> right i was like uh okay it's <laughs> funny yeah, um, that's another weird one did you ever see uh monster house um uh, yeah I, I haven't watched all of it. I've okay. seen a good portion of it, but I was like, this isn't bad. Yeah. I kind of got into it. Yeah, no, it, 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 it was pretty good, actually. Oh, fuck. Uh, Paranorman. Yes, I love Paranorman. Man, that movie's so good. It, it so, really is. So, so, so good. And it's like, this kid is like, okay, yeah, he believes in ghosts and all that stuff, but even when the zombies come and all that, yeah, like, man, this is, what a blast <laughs> that movie is. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I, I saw that in theaters for my 16th birthday, actually. That's pretty cool. I would, yeah. I, I wish I would have went and seen it. I just watched it, like, on DVD or whatever. But right. I I really enjoy that one. That one's really fun. Yeah, it is fun. I like that one a lot. Oh, and, and Coraline, which isn't technically a horror Man, story, but whole That movie's fucking, fucking weird. <laughs> That's really creepy. Like, the dolls with the eyes and all that stuff, like yeah. the button eyes or whatever. And I was yeah. like, what the hell are we watching? This is supposed <laughs> yeah. to be a kid's movie? Yeah, it's like, it's Jesus. really creepy. For sure. Yeah, um, like, my, yeah. my sister, when, when she was a lot younger, like, she was really into Coraline. And I'm like, oh, cool. It just means you're just going to be in a creepy horror shit, too. So, <laughs> I'm like, we, we can relate on this level, so. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, there's some of this stuff I'm going to have to go back and watch. Yeah, for sure. Um, <sighs> so, just before we wrap up, um, one of the reasons that we're talking about horror oh, yes. kid stuff. Holy fuck. <laughs> I forgot, man. Oh, my it's God. It's okay. Is because um, I am going to be a father um, to a boy, <laughs> provided everything goes safely, which I'm really hoping it does, because I'm just a worrywart. Um, <laughs> but but um, yeah, I'm I'm currently looking at an ultrasound picture of my son, which I have sitting on my desk. Um, I am so happy and excited um, to to share all of my shit with him and for him to teach me shit. And I'm just really looking forward to, to being a dad. So like, I'm, th- this is just a super exciting time for me right now. Um, yeah. Man. And, yeah um, and uh, what was that? Oh, uh, so my name is JT, which a lot of, not Jason, which Max Landis accidentally called me because I mumbled <laughs> my name. Uh, um but my, my name is JT because um, I am the third uh, in a row of, um, of James Thomas McCallum's. Um, my grandpa is James Thomas McCallum, but he, he went by Tom. My dad goes by Jim, and then I get JT. Um, traditionally in my family, though, like way before them, uh, it used to go uh, James Lloyd McCallum would have a son who would be James Thomas McCallum who would have a son that would be James Lloyd, et cetera, et cetera. But my grandmother hated the name James Lloyd. So my dad was James Thomas and then I got James Thomas. And then so my son is technically going to be James Thomas McCallum the fourth, but he's just going to go by James. So I'm super happy and exhilarated and I'm so looking forward to it's really exciting to all of this stuff uh, i mean not not that i wouldn't be any less excited if it was a girl but i i, I feel like it hits different when it's a boy and you want to oh yeah teach it about traditionally boy stuff you know and, and not that girls can't like horror or video games or anything like that and i mean my kid might come out and hate all this shit which would be a little disappointing but um <laughs> but i mean like montana said you know like some some people are already like, oh, are you gonna show your kids like horror movies? Because she's into the stuff too, right? Yeah. And um and she's like, well, I mean, obviously, like JT will know like the appropriate ages for the appropriate movies and shit. But like, yeah, she's like, but like they're gonna grow up in a house where like I literally have like that that six foot tall Michael Myers uh like Party City thing like in my house, yeah. right? Like the kid's gonna grow up in a world surrounded by this stuff anyways so whether or not they like it it's it's fine but like they will be exposed to it from like a super young age right oh yeah of course so um yeah but i'm beyond exhilarated and excited to yeah i'm super excited for you guys and i'm thank you i'm happy i can't wait i really can't like it's so it's rewarding being a dad yeah i'm so looking forward to it 
Um, so the baby is due on January 11th. So it, it shouldn't be a 2020 baby if provided it stays <laughs> in and cooks as long as it needs to. But um, yeah, so let ho- hopefully that starts out 2021 with a very good positive vibe. So yeah, yeah I'm, I'm sure. super excited. So <laughs> yeah, man, fuck. that's exciting. It's, yeah. It is something to be really excited about. Well, thank you, dude. Um, okay, I think that's it for today's episode. Um, I have been your host, JT McCallum. And I'm Evan Dilworth. And have a spooky day.